Well, hey, and welcome to another episode of So Talk to Me. Hey, hey, hey. With a question mark at the end. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, That's just the way that I said it. Um, it is episode 87. 87. We made it to 87 episodes. 13 more, and we'll break triple digits. It's funny that doesn't sound like very much, like, oh, 13 more episodes. But when you factor that into weeks, that feels like a long time. Yeah. 13 weeks away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like... <laughs> Over three months, right? Yeah. yeah. Right around three months. I mean, yeah. It's, I'm sure it'll go by quickly because yeah. just life as an adult tends to do so. But it's true. Just 13 weeks sounds a lot longer than 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. It does. You're right. Because <laughs> you could listen to 13 episodes and, well, I guess it depends on. In a day. On, yeah. Yeah. It depends on how fast you listen to podcasts and stuff. Because. I'm sure we're not as exciting if you're listening to this in I one mean, time yeah, speed. I mean, yeah, if you're just binging one podcast all day. You do it. I believe in you. You can do it. 13 I've done episodes. it multiple times. Boom. You got this. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in to uh, So Talk To Me. We've got lots to talk about today, don't we? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. I, I don't know what I'm saying, actually. Um, not really. It's probably going to be kind of scatterbrained because... Uh, it's been a week. It has. It's been a week. So, Why has it been a week? Well, there's a number of reasons it's been a week. So <laughs> this is my last week of school, which is nice, uh, at least for the semester, excuse me, not final week of school, but right. just for the semester. And then I've got, uh, I took the summer off, so that's nice. Uh, and so we have had like a lot of rain here recently. Um, it's been crazy, like monsoon season here in Austin, Texas. (laughs) It actually, the forecast said it was going to rain more than it has, but it started pouring like flash flood pouring on uh, Friday. And, uh, so that meant that, uh, we weren't able to last Friday because they're listening to it on Friday. So yes, yes. When y'all are listening to this last friday (laughs) but it was the day before josie's party and so we had to change our plans for the party in that we had to stay inside um because may in in austin is usually bright and sunny and hot and we were planning on pulling out the pool but that was not the case because it had rained and our backyard was muddy um but anyways found uh earlier this week found out there we found some water on the floor and found out that our ceiling is leaking water. Yay! That our roof is leaking. So that's fun. We've got some nice big brown splotches on our ceiling. Um, and our garage smells like mildew. Yay! So that has, has kind of caused some uh, uh, stress, a little bit of uh, flusterment. Flusterment, okay. That's not a word. <laughs> It is now. But uh, yeah, so so that's kind of the biggest thing on my mind right now. Um, and I, I mean, I was talking to a buddy about this and like it, I would have rather this happened if it would have waited a week, it would have been very helpful because then I wouldn't have my last week of school <laughs> to deal with on top of this. Um, but at the same time, it is, it, it's great that it happened uh even right before i got off school anyways when i will have some extra time to kind of work on it 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's really good that it didn't happen in the middle of the semester is what I'm trying to say. It's true. Um, so, because I will be able to kind of tackle it and see what I can do and see what needs to be done in order to, to get it done tomorrow. I'm yeah. going to get up on the roof and, and put some, uh, roof sealant up there. Cause I think I've located what it is that's leaking where it's leaking. So going to fix that up. And then the next step is going to be cutting into the ceiling and making sure there's no mold mold in the insulation and you know poss- i mean worst case scenario you just replace the insulation like not too big of a deal but it's just a lot of steps and it'll take time yeah um nothing nothing major the initial shock of like oh our roof is leaking and it's going to be raining for the next few weeks <laughs> um was was a lot more stressful now that i've kind of assessed the situation and have been able to talk to people who actually know what they're talking about um it's like okay okay we can get this done like yeah this is annoying um but at least we've caught it before it's like a huge issue you know it it could be worse is basically what i'm saying and it just comes with could be worse (laughs) could be raining but it is (laughs) it is raining (laughs) Um, that's Young Frankenstein for anyone who hasn't seen that movie. Uh, funny stuff. I was going to say something else, but I don't remember what it was. So that's okay. So that's kind of the big thing that we're going to be working through. It's probably, you'll probably hear more about it on future episodes (laughs) because it's, it's, it's going to take a while to get it all. When you own an older home. Yeah. Stuff like this tends to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost forty years, which is kind of crazy. Such is life. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, but yeah, it has been kind of a hectic week, mm-hmm. I guess. So we're just we're just coming to the table, coming to the microphones, just kind of. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're still here. We are. We are. I wasn't sure if we were going to be, honestly. <laughs> Me either. So, do you actually feel like is it is this okay? Are we Yeah. So I'm I'm glad we we did decide to to throw up the microphones and talk for a little bit. Even if it is just a little bit. I don't know. But every time I say it's gonna be a short episode, it, it's not. So It's true. I'm just we I'm like not to gonna talk. say it. Yeah. It we happens. Have thoughts and we talk about that. It happens. Which so. is weird. I don't consider myself a talker, but I have two podcasts. I guess I kind of am. <laughs> uh, that's how. That's just how it goes. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, it's a subject of interest, then. It's true. I think anyone becomes a talker. That's true. It's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, so what else has gone on this week? Um. Well, we had, yeah, we had Josie's birthday party. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. Um, which I love having people over and yeah, just like talking to people and fellowshipping and breaking bread together. Um, but like leading up to that is always really stressful for me. (laughs) Yeah. Like planning and cleaning and trying to make sure everything is just so, and even like, I don't know, during the party, I'm like trying, you know, making sure everyone has what they need and like just, you know, trying to be a good host. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, and then afterwards is the cleaning. So it's like, it's a lot of work, 
but it's good. And this and this time wasn't as much work because last year we had a lot more people over. Right. And we did like a full lunch and this this year I was like, mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna do a smaller shindig <laughs> and just snacks. A lot easier. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we did that. And then the next day I went to, um, I took the kids to your brother's church because oh, yeah. um, baby Robin was getting baptized. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there with the kids without you. It's true. Which was a little rough. <laughs> um, Ollie did really well. He and um, his cousin Rose sort of entertained each other during the service. Um Quietly, thankfully. Um, but nice, Josie nice. Uh, is not not used <laughs> to being still for that long. Yeah. I mean, she's a two-year-old. so Quiet is not an adjective that is generally associated with my daughter. No, it does not describe her at all. <laughs> um, and so I didn't get to spend much time actually in the service. I had to stay out in like the lobby area mm-hmm. most of the time just you know because she's two and she just wants to run around can't expect a two-year-old to sit for an hour so um but <laughs> there was one time where she wanted to go back in um with oliver so we went back in and I'm like trying to get something out of the backpack or something for her. Anyways, I'm not holding on to her at the moment. I'm trying to get something out of the backpack. Mm-hmm. She's standing next to me. Um, and I'm like at the end of uh, a row of seats at the very end. So I can just get up and leave easily. Okay. Um, so she's standing on the outside of the row. And she just takes the opportunity <laughs> and dashes up to where the pastor is <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> it's a small church, it's not a big church, but I was sort of mortified for a few seconds because I had to run up there and grab her in front of everyone. Um, but, you know I mean, nobody cared, so. Mm-hmm. And the pastor didn't even flinch, so. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, he he sort of like looked and smiled, but like it didn't. It didn't phase him. Okay. There were a lot of other kids in the service, so. That's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all all understand. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there was that. And then Monday, did it start raining again on Monday? Or was it just Wednesday? No, Anyways. I think it did. I think it did. Okay. Um. But yeah, on Mondays I have Mondays and Thursdays I have Ezra, so those are uh, busy days. Um, plus our kids, so and then Tuesdays are Aaron days, and Wednesdays I lead my my uh, table at Bible study, and that's when I came home and found out that there was a leak in our roof, and uh, it's just it's been busy. Yeah, and uh, a little hectic. So, but we did get to do something else on Wednesday. That's true. We did. My amazing cousin came over and watched our kids uh, while we went and saw Endgame. Yeah. 
It was good. And that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> it was good. We had fun. It was good. It was I good. I liked it. I'm I am not attached at all to any of those storylines or the series in general, so it was just fun and entertaining for me. Yeah. 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 It was a lot of fun. Uh, the only thing I'll say is that because I think I've talked about Infinity War on on the podcast before, um, Infinity War has uh, ever since it's come out has been my favorite Marvel movie. Um, this one does not top it, but I think it does a good job of uh, giving you what you want. Yeah, in terms of you know like the culmination of all the mm. Marvel movies, like it definitely. Uh, they do a very good job of, of tying things together. Um, yeah, I, I'm not even going to go into it. Sorry. I could, I could talk about it more. Not going to, nope. because I know we are not going to give anything away yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah Cause even fun. things that we didn't think were spoilers, we had seen spoilers of online. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so we're just not gonna yeah. talk about the plot at all, but it's good. If you haven't, if you're like us and you haven't seen it, <laughs> you know, if you've waited a few weeks, because um, it seems like the entire world has already seen it. anyone who right. has a passing interest has already seen it. We're like some of the last people on earth um, <laughs> to have seen it. Uh, it. We do recommend it just like everyone else. Yeah, you know, it's if, fun. If it's like, long, but it doesn't feel long. Which is very surprising. Yeah. Because yeah. it just, it just keeps stuck just keeps happening just keeps you on your toes right keeps you entertained so it doesn't feel like you're sitting there for three hours yeah so that's good good stuff we enjoyed it there's reco yeah there you go (laughs) go see end game yay um Mm -hmm. yeah and then today's josephine's birthday it is or yesterday if you're listening to this right may 9th may 9th (laughs) is her birthday She's two now. <laughs> yep. Yep. She's actually two. And she knows it. It's it's funny because it feels like she should be older. Like yeah. she's really only two. Like not that, not that it feel like time has gone by fast. Like in that sense, mm-hmm. I'm like, gosh, she's already two. But with just her personality. Right. Like she's, she has such a strong personality. She's so independent yeah. and just like so smart. Like she's she started talking really early and she's been talking in full sentences for like months now. Yeah. Um. And so like, yeah. It's <laughs> whenever whenever someone would ask me how old she was, they'd be like, "Really? She talks really well." Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And all the time. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but yeah, yep. Our little our little firecracker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Today she's two. Yep. It's crazy. This day, two years ago, she just <laughs> popped right out. Literally. <laughs> she just whoosh. I thought she you was were out. gonna say that's not quite how it happened, but uh I mean pretty much. When she knew she wanted to get out. She knew. <laughs> so labored for five hours and then she just popped right out. Hey, we did that at the same wow, time. Wow, that was weird. It's like we've been married almost 10 years Crazy. or something. Man, 10 years. But, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's all the, the small talk 
topics that I was thinking of was like stuff that happened over the past week. That's generally that's all that comes to mind. Of course, there were there were other things. If you're a Star Wars buff, um, so Saturday was May the fourth, so you know that was a day for things for Star Wars. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Well, also they they played this this trailer for the new Star Wars, um, before Endgame, and I don't know, guys. I just I don't even know what to say. I I, I will just say I am not excited for it. Okay, it may it may be good. It may it may surprise me. I don't know. It just I, I'm meh on Star Wars after after the last two movies. They they just. Meh. Anyways. Again, yeah. I'm not attached to the Yeah. To the storyline at all. So Well I'll I'll put it this way. The the trailer for the new movie makes it look like an apology for the last movie. It kinda does. <laughs> it's, a, it's like just disregard everything that happened in the yeah, previous movie. We can uh, <laughs> no one ever really goes away. <laughs> <laughs> they literally say that. Um, so yeah, it just, yeah. And, and why would you get JJ <laughs> Abrams to mop it? Up? I don't, it doesn't anyway. Sorry. We don't have to talk about star Wars. We're it's okay. Let's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Um, so today, what are we talking about? Let's talk about the Lord instead. Yes. The Lord. <laughs> Let's talk no, about I, the Lord. We, we were trying to figure out what to talk about. I don't know. It was either this morning or yesterday. And you were like, so what are we? Gonna-? Oh, I think it was this morning. It was this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like this week has just been crazy. Yeah. And so waking up. Thursday like, oh, snuck up on me. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, crazy. But yeah, I was trying to think of what we could talk about. And I was like, well, my, the study that I've been going through in our, uh, women's ministry Bible study has been really good. It's um, it's by Jen Wilkin. It's called God of Covenant. Okay. A study of Genesis 12 through 50. Um, so essentially, basically like how um, the nation of Israel came to be. Okay. Um, and it's just been really good. I mean, I, I, I just love how Jen does her studies in general because mm-hmm. it's always very it's very word centered um not like a bunch of personal questions trying to relate everything back to yourself you know it's just all focused on uh the text mm-hmm. and interpreting scripture with scripture and it's just really good um good hermeneutic so <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um and yeah so i've just been really enjoying it and kind of wanted to talk about it and just the different um characteristics of god that i have that have been really present to me throughout this study mm-hmm um, so I like went through the book and was like looking at all of the questions, going back through all of the lessons and, um, just looking at the different, uh, characteristics that have stood out to me. Um, and 
I felt like that would take a really long time and I would be really scatterbrained trying to like flip back and forth through it and explain Mm -hmm. every characteristic throughout all of the texts that we've already read. So (laughs) I decided to just focus on one particular story, um, which a lot of people talk about this story, but she brought out some things that I had never um, really seen before. Nice. um, Or just didn't know because... um, there, she just brings out a lot more of the context of yeah. just the that time period and the like um, the different tradition traditions that they had, um, how things were done back then, all that stuff. Like she brings out those details, um, which just helps you understand so much more what you know god was doing (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, um so i wanted to focus on the story of um uh abraham and isaac when he's um when god tells abraham to sacrifice isaac um and yeah just go through that part of the story of um him abraham bringing isaac to the altar and everything and i uh, you've probably heard people talk about this story multiple times, but uh, I know I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was new information brought to my attention, and I thought I would share that. Yeah. So, uh, That's awesome. Like, honestly, I didn't. I feel stupid now because I didn't even know that your study has been in Genesis and Exodus. Like I no, thought, not Exodus, just Genesis. Oh, just Genesis. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, sorry. Chapters one. Tra- sorry, chapters twelve through fifty. Okay, gotcha. Um, I thought because it's called God of Covenant, I thought it was a study of like the covenants that God has made with His people. So, um, yeah, it's just it's funny. It's, I mean, it's it does include right covenants that He's made with yeah. His people. Yeah, but there are other covenants not in Genesis. Right. Like I, I, th- I thought it was an overview like that. And um, so up until this point, I didn't realize it was just <laughs> Genesis. My bad. Um, but that's cool. And and it's cool too, um, just like talking about this story because I remember, um, who was it? Gloria Furman who taught on this when we were when we went to the... Um, Nancy Guthrie. Nancy Guthrie. There you go. Not, sorry, I get them confused. Really? Yeah. Um, Yes. They don't look do. alike at all. I've never seen. Okay. Glory <laughs> Their voices aren't the same either. <laughs> okay. Their names. I guess they are <laughs> older women names. <laughs> Nancy and Gloria, like they don't sound like young women okay. names. So anyways. Nancy's older than Gloria. I would yeah. say that. Yeah. So. Um, shows how much I follow, uh, um, I don't know. Biblical women teachers? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. It makes my sense. Bad. My bad. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, but we did hear her talk about that story a couple years ago at the Core Christianity. That's what it was mm-hmm. called. Um, that White Horse Inn, right? Put on? Yeah. 
you know, core well, Michael Horton. I guess. Yeah. 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 So, so that's cool that you even found more stuff in the story. Yeah. I mean, it's scripture. You're, you're always going to find more. I, I get know. it. But at the same time, <laughs> it's, it's like, oh yeah, no, yeah. This, this is actually what happened. So that's cool. Yeah. So let's go to the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chapter Genesis chapter 22, starting in verse one. Okay. And it happened that after these things, God tested Abraham and he said to him, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And he said, take your son, your only child, Isaac, whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains where I will tell you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there and talk about the just those two verses. Um, so something that we see uh, throughout just Abraham's story in general is his obedience to the Lord. How whenever, whenever God speaks to him and tells him to do something, he does it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else that was brought out in this story was that when God tells him to take your son, your only child whom you love, uh, she brought us to a bunch of other texts where God is um, talking about Christ um, mm-hmm. or where Christ is referenced basically as, um, you know, the only begotten son whom God loves, uh, who he is pleased with. And obviously the story is a picture of Christ's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And like I I had seen that, you know, when they get to the altar and everything and then God provides the ram, how that was always a picture of Christ but just how like even from the very beginning of this story, it's a picture of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and offer whom you love, go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains where I will tell you. Um, yeah, just again, how God is, sacrifices his only child you know his only son whom he loves um and then verse three uh and abraham rose up early in the morning again his obedience and saddled his donkey and he took two of his servants with him and isaac his son i'm gonna stop right there uh now isaac is a he's a teenager by this Mm -hmm. point um that's that's a really important detail um for for some other details in the story um and he chopped wood this second part of verse three sorry and he chopped wood for a burnt offering and he got up and went to the place which god had told him on the third day abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place at a distance so it took them like three days to get there Mm. 
that had to have been a hard three-day journey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine um, the uh, emotional roller coaster that that had to have been. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going back and forth between like questioning God and trusting him and yeah. I I can't imagine how that was. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, and like what what his conversation with Isaac would have been like. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean there there were also other people there too. I mean it talks about what the servant that went along with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Cuz it says that he and Isaac well, we'll get to it, but Right. Um, that there were other people there too. But yeah, I can't imagine like, I I don't know Abraham's like regular um, temperament, if that makes sense. But if I knew that, or if God had told me to sacrifice my son and we were, you know, traveling to the place where I was to sacrifice him, I don't know that I would be able to speak to him without like busting into tears, right. you know? <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there was a lot of that going on. Um, verse five. And Abraham said to his servants, "You stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go up there. We will worship." Which, back then, worship didn't mean what we um, what we sort of see it to mean today. Okay. <laughs> worship then meant sacrifice. Okay. We'll go up and sacrifice. Um, Then we will return to you. That's a really important detail. Mm Because Abraham says, then we will return to you. Boom. Like he knew that, that no matter what, that his son was going to survive this. Yeah. Like whether God wasn't really going to have him sacrifice or he was going to have him sacrifice him, but then he could bring him back to life. Mm -hmm. Like that, then we will return to you means that Abraham knew that God was going to keep Isaac alive because he had already told Abraham that the rest of the nation was going to come through Isaac yeah yeah and um i'm not sure if if you were going to bring up hebrews where it it talks it talks about this in hebrews where i mean it's it's very specific that um in hebrews 11 let me see the exact verse here okay yeah uh, hebrews 19 yeah 18 and 19 so um well starting in 17 it says by faith abraham when he was tested offered up isaac and he who had received the promise. Okay, so he offered up Isaac and then jumped down to verse 19. He, he, being Abraham, considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from mm-hmm. which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. Um, yeah, so I mean, that the, the whole chapter of, of Hebrews 11 is talking about the faith of the four or four bears in the faith. Right. And so um, it, it specifically talks about Abraham's faith in this trying time. Um, was in the God who could raise his son from the dead. So right. yeah, to see that kind of faith is pretty amazing. So anyway, yeah. sorry. Which is something that I hadn't really noticed until okay. reading it this time. Like, and and it's funny when I when we were going through these questions in my 
at my table in the Bible study group, um, I was, I was the only one that had like realized this. Okay. Um, cause I know like it just stood out to me this time reading it that he said, we will return. Okay. Like yeah. he knew that they were going to come back, that Isaac was not going to die. He wasn't going to be gone forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's so cool how the Holy Spirit does that. Yeah. Illuminates things at a certain time for you. Anyways, um, where did we, we left off on verse six, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Abraham, starting in verse six, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and placed it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and the knife and the two of them went together. And Isaac said to Abraham, his father, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. And he said, here is the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, God will provide the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went together. Again, like Abraham knows that God's going to provide something that Isaac isn't going to be gone forever. Mm -hmm. And they came to the place that God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood. Then he bound Isaac, his son, and placed him on the altar atop the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. This is really interesting because I I think it could have gone one or two ways. Like Isaac could have either been like, what the heck is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Or because he was a teenager and Abraham was pretty old by this point, like Isaac probably climbed up there mostly on his own. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Abraham could have just picked up his teenage son. Yeah, that, that's it's interesting to think about because because you think about Abraham, how old Abraham was, right? Right? Because like, so I'm thinking Isaac climbed up there willingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would certainly be more of a picture of Christ if he did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if he had faith in Abraham mm-hmm. that he knew what he was doing. Um. And the angel of Yahweh called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And he said, do not stretch out your hand against the boy. Do not do anything to him. For now I know that you are one who fears God, since you have not withheld your son or your only child. Sorry, your son, your only child from me. That's a very interesting wording. Um, the... Now I know that you are one who fears God Mm -hmm. because I mean, obviously God didn't just now come to know that Abraham was one who feared God. Like he had feared him the whole time. Um, But this was a test and Abraham passed it. Mm -hmm. I think that's, 
that's what the text is trying to bring out. It's not saying that like God didn't know something and now he knows something, you know? Right. Uh, verse 13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, a ram was caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. What a picture of Christ. Yeah. Like we are, we are laying on that table and then God sends his only son and Mm -hmm. sacrifices him instead of us getting the death that we deserve. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in our case, it's deservedly so. It's not right. just, it's not just, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm I'm trying to think of, of, of the words because it's like, yes, Isaac was also a sinner, but he didn't, uh, he didn't do anything specifically. Mm-hmm. But it also like, it says that the ram was caught in the thicket by his horns. Yeah. So it had thorns around its head. Oh, interesting. Like the <laughs> crown of thorns that yeah. Christ wore. That's crazy. I I had never thought about that before. That's that's crazy. Chapter four, or sorry, chapter verse 14. And Abraham called the name of that place Yahweh will provide. For which reason it is said today on the mountain of Yahweh it shall be provided. Amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, why am I about to cry? Okay. In verse 15, and the angel of Yahweh called to Abraham a second time from heaven. And he said, I swear by myself, declares Yahweh, that because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only child, that I will certainly bless you and greatly multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven. And as the sand that is by the shore of the sea and your offspring will take possession of the gate of his enemies and the nations of the earth will be blessed through your offspring because you have listened to my voice. And Abraham returned to his servants and they got up and went together to Beersheba and Abraham lived in Beersheba. So just as he had said, they returned as he had faith in God that he was going to do what he said he was going to do. Um, but another thing that I just remembered, if I can find the specific verse. Oh, when he says, um, when Abraham says that God will provide, it doesn't say it this way in this, in this um, translation. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but in another translation, it said that God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, hmm. which that like really, really stood out to me when I read it, mm-hmm. because that's exactly what he does with Christ. Like he provides for himself the offering that he needed to take on all of his wrath. Yeah. To satisfy the, the, yeah, the requirement for our sin. Right. The uh, punishment for what we deserve. Yeah. Because only God himself could take that on. Mm-hmm. 
It's good stuff. I love this story so much. <laughs> it's funny, like, I mean, probably like many, many, many years ago, let's just say that when I first read this story, like, as a new believer, not a lot stood out to me. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, understand all of the foreshadowing and everything. Um, but every time I read this story, something else comes out. I mean, yeah, that's just scripture in general, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, every time you read it, the Holy Spirit, like, illuminates something else for you, right? Um, which, how incredibly gracious of God that is um, to give us understanding. Um, but, like, this story in particular is just such a clear picture of what God was going to do through, through his only son um, that I just, I just love reading it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's crazy too. Cause there's like so much packed into such a short little story. Yeah. Like it's, it's honestly, I don't know. I mean, like you said, I've, I've read this story, you know, a, a lot, <laughs> especially growing up in, in church. Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard the story multiple times and it seemed there are a lot of details, um, packed into it that it feels like, um, it feels like it, it should be a, a longer story. I don't, I don't know. In my brain, it takes up more than, you know, a, a handful of verses. Mm-hmm. Cause when you read the text, it's just like, Oh no, like that. You could read it in two minutes, you know, <laughs> it's really short, but there's, there's so much that's going on. There's so many illusions that are happening. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And it's almost as if, um, you know, I, I mentioned it last week when I talked about um, how he's reading the Jordan Peterson book and how he reads um, the way that he reads scripture and he reads it as like myth like like mythology basically and mythologizes all of it it's um it's kind of funny because this story seems ripe for that because there are so many allusions to like what will happen through christ um but it was real like (laughs) right it's not uh i feel like peterson falls back on that because he can't accept that like god actually put things together this way um, like he actually foreshadows himself, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, uh, but that's like, that's exactly what he's doing. Like he put together these, these stories. Like he, he had, uh, Abraham do this and, and Isaac do that, like j- to foreshadow, uh, Jesus. Right. Yeah. It, it's just, uh, it's, it, yeah, I'm repeating myself, but it's crazy how much is packed into such a short amount of scripture. So. Yeah, well, I mean, just, yeah, the Old Testament in general, just all the foreshadowing of Christ. And that's that's another thing that I love about this study is that generally always brings that out, like how everything is pointing to Christ and so good yeah so good 
So yeah. Love it. <laughs> Good stuff. Anything else you want to add? Ah, uh, man. No, I I agree. It's it's a it's an awesome story. Yeah. I love it. There's there's so much there. Um that's really and yeah, you think about just how early on this is in like God's revelation of himself to humanity. Um that it's I mean, it's really cool. You know, Abraham didn't realize that he was foreshadowing Christ, you know, like what God right. was doing through it all. He had the faith to do as God said, um, but he didn't realize everything that God was doing mm-hmm. when he asked him to sacrifice his son. Um, and I think that that shows his faith as well, right? right? That he didn't have to see the end from the beginning. He didn't have to um, get an explanation from God as to why he would have asked him such an outlandish thing, Mm -hmm. because that seems like a sinful thing, right? For God to request that you kill your son and that you said like God, since when does God want human sacrifice? That seems sinful, right? Right. But, and I get this, I don't want to run off on this tangent, but again, when God reveals himself, when he speaks, he speaks clearly. Mm -hmm. Abraham didn't question, oh, was this God or was this, to take Justin Peter's term, bad pizza, you know? (laughs) Like it wasn't, it wasn't that. God clearly spoke to Abraham and Abraham followed what, in faith, he carried out what God had him to do. Right. Um. So so there wasn't questioning. I mean, in the text, there was no question. Abraham didn't question it. Well, he at knew all. the God that he had faith yeah. in. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, he knew that God was not a God who had uh, human sacrifices offered to him. Like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he wasn't like the pagan gods. Right. Um, Which is why I I think it would have been really confusing, you know, because God didn't explain himself. No, but it obviously Um, wasn't confusing for Abraham. The way that he spoke, like when he told the servants, like, we will come back. Right. God will provide a lamb. Like he he knew the God that he had faith in. He knew the God that he was being obedient to. Right. He knew his power. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. And... Yeah, God was faithful. <laughs> right, right, and he knew he trusted in the promise that God was going to give um, him a nation through Isaac. Right. So yeah, yeah, he knew all these things. Like he knew that God would keep His promise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, certainly. Uh, I just think I think it's awesome to th- to put yourself in Abraham's shoes and not act like you already know what's going to happen. You know, or even act like you you know you've read the New Testament like. Abraham didn't know what God was doing, right? But he followed him, even to the point of he was right about to sacrifice his son. Right. Like he lifted his arm to to what did the the text I believe that you read said slaughter his son? Like he was about to kill him. Um, that's pretty amazing, um, even without the knowledge of what God was doing. And I think the reason I bring that out is just how, um, how like the modern church, I guess in general, just sees suffering. 
Um, and especially it's so this week we've been looking at different perspectives, like Western and Eastern perspectives on how um, Christians read certain passages of scripture. And so, so one thing that's been on my mind a lot is the, um, the, the, basically the poverty of a lot of the world compared to America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now we're talking about like suffering. It just, that word carries so much more weight um, when you are wondering whether you're going to eat, you know, like, honestly, that's part of the reason why the even, you know, I talked about being a little stressed, being a little frazzled because of our, um, because of our house and our roofing, roofing issues. But like, honestly, in, we are so blessed. Like we have oh, a yes. house, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's like, I'm not, I'm we not worried. We have the funds to be able to like, fix things right like right we have the the roof over our head may be leaking but we have a roof over our head right and i don't have to worry well and god has provided for us financially to where we actually have a safety net now yeah. to be able to take care of stuff like that yeah where yeah. we wouldn't have had that even a year ago you yeah. know like yeah. it he's yeah. He's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it it helps put things in perspective in my mind because like I get so overwhelmed so easily and to just be able to step back and be like, well, no, like, sure, this feels like a lot, but this, <laughs> this is kind of nothing <laughs> compared to what yeah. a lot of other people are going through. And so um, anyways, all that to say is that like Abraham didn't need an explanation from God and we don't either. Right. So when we go through things that are difficult in our lives and, and there's varying degrees of difficulty, a leak in the roof is, does not go very high in the degrees of difficulty. No. We've been through much more difficult, like the death of a family member uh, of multiple family members that you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the most difficult things that I've been through in my life. Right. I don't need an explanation from God in order to trust that he is working his will and doing what is best. Right. Um, because he is the potter. We are the clay. Yeah. Like who yeah. are we to question him? Right. Right. And, and it is awesome when we are able to catch a glimpse of what God is doing, when we're able to see some of the blessings that come from suffering and from the hard times that we go through. I mean, like even just being able to com comfort other people who are going through similar things. Yeah. So, so it, it's awesome when we do get to see that, but we don't, uh, we don't require an explanation from God. Um, he, the Lord does as he pleases. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you know who God is, you know that it is always for the best. Right. Um, well, it's, even when we don't understand yeah. it. So. His will is always for his glory yeah. and that is always for our best. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's my, that's my takeaway. Yeah. And besides suffering brings about sanctification which yeah. we could all use a little more of <laughs> which which is yeah how god makes us more like christ so <laughs> boom zoom 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 without suffering you can't be more like christ oh i mean dang. that's just a fact yeah you can't be more like christ without suffering because 
Christ paid the ultimate price. Yeah. He was the ultimate person. He was the ultimate sufferer. Mm. But I thought we were um, supposed to have prosperity in this life, just like Jesus. I am refraining from saying words <laughs> that are in my head. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just uh, poking fun at other uh... heretics. Yes, yes, poking fun at heresy. If you'd like to poke fun at heresy with us, um, <laughs> you can reach out to us. Our email address is so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. Um, on Twitter, our handle is at so underscore talk to me. We've got an Instagram, so talk to me podcast, and we also have a, a page on Facebook that you can follow. Um, that is also so talk to me podcast. Okay, so usually we do recommendations at the end of the episode. We did recommend Endgame. Go see it if you haven't. It's a fun time. It is a long movie, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel long. It's pretty good. Do you have any other recommendations before we head out? Um, I mean, pick yourself up this uh, God of Covenant study from Jen Wilkin. Go through it. There you go. That's good. Whether you're male or female, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's a good study. Awesome. That's a good recommendation. Um, I'm trying to, uh, on the spot, like trying to think of something to recommend, but I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. I know. Mine was right in front of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, the only thing that comes to mind for me is is simply because I was just talking about it in school, like this final week, what we're, what we're talking about, like different perspectives. Um, but I'm not quite sure how to recommend it except to say... Um, Read what Christians in other countries are going through and pray for them. Mm, mm-hmm. um, because I do think, I'm I'm not saying everyone has it worse than us. No, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. Um, but uh, but we, persecution is real. Yes. Mm-hmm. And thousands of Christians are being murdered mm-hmm. in other countries. Yeah. It's actually sort of an epidemic right now. Mm-hmm. I think I read something that was like, it's the worst it's ever been Mm -hmm. in history. Yeah. How many Christians are being murdered right now? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I don't want to necessarily like bring guilt upon anyone. So please don't take that. Don't, I think that's part of the reason why a lot of the time we, we shy away from reading about things like persecution throughout the world is, is because we feel guilty God has placed you in in the time and place and given you the opportunities he can to glorify him. Um, you shouldn't feel guilty about the opportunities that you have, right. but you ought to use those opportunities to glorify God. Amen. Um, whether that means um, helping out those uh, in other countries specifically, um, th- that's definitely, I, I would say that is certainly a part of being a good steward, but... Um, I think like you were put in your context right now for a reason and you do contextualize the truth of scripture, right? So, so, um, the application of scripture looks different depending on your, uh, depending on your like surrounding and culture and things like that. Um, please don't, take that out of context. I'm not saying that, you know, 
the truth is the truth no matter where you are. Okay. Right. I'm not I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is application looks different whether you are in a wealthy country such as America and whether you are um it, living under poverty. Right. Um but the truth of scripture remains the same. So um I, I'm saying like I'm not trying to guilt anyone and I'm not trying to say um you know uh necessarily that everyone has to go into the mission field. That's not what I'm saying. God has placed you where you are for a reason. Um, seek him and be wise with what he's given you. Prayer is right really underestimated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people feel like they have to do more than just pray. I hear that all the time. Just pray as if like that's nothing hardly at all, you know, but yeah, I mean, scriptures literally say that our prayers are incense to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a pleasing aroma. It pleases the Lord yeah. when we pray. And not that our prayers change God's will, um, but they certainly... God certainly uses our prayers to change us. And yeah. um yeah, if it's a, if it's in accordance to his will, it'll be done. So yeah. Um we should always be praying for our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm talking to myself when I say that because yeah. I don't do it often enough at all. So um, prayer is very, very important. Obviously, if, you've, if you're led to do more than that, to give financially or even go into the mission field, or whatever that looks like, then great. But praying is enough. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, this has been episode 87. Yes, 87. Because 87. I can do maths. <laughs> um, and we are over an hour. Dang. <laughs> so much for our quick episode. There we go. That's what happens every single time. I didn't every say time. it was going to be a quick episode for that very reason. Because I knew true. it wasn't going to be. That's true. So, you know. You caught yourself. That's how that goes. <laughs> All right, guys, till next week. Good night. Go talk to your spouse or a friend. Go talk to someone. Make a connection. Have a good conversation. All right. About the Bible. Love you guys. Peace out.